Welcome to Fempowerly, where Christina and Michelle dish out life hacks to inspire your every day. Hi, guys. Today we are here and we are talking about changing your plans and goals and not changing your plans and sometimes changing your goals. (laughs) I'm Christina. I'm Michelle. And we're so excited that you are here with us today. Absolutely. So, okay, our actual topic is from a quote that we saw that we both kind of loved and it resonated with us. And I'm going to read it because I'm tired (laughs) and I don't have a good memory. Um, If the plan doesn't work, change the plan, not the goal. Right? Perfect. Okay. So, I mean, I guess let's just get into it. I feel like, you know... As humans, we all make all sorts of goals, right? And some of them work great and some of them don't. And sometimes we just give up a little early when if we had just stuck it out, maybe we would have actually gotten to where we wanted to be, but we found so much discouragement because we didn't make it immediately or the first or second time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of like where we're at right now is just kind of chatting about, you know, your long-term goals and what it takes to get there and a few different ideas behind that, like being okay if you do change your mind and being okay if it doesn't work out the first time. So yeah, and sort of just checking in with yourself and, and, you know, sometimes it's, you can really push too hard for something in a certain way. So sometimes it's the method or sometimes it's actually the goal. Yeah. So figuring out which it is, you know, for sure. I mean, I feel like there's nothing that I have done in life where, well, that's not true. I've had certain things just work out. Yeah, sometimes we get lucky. Yes. But as a whole, when you're really going for like a lofty goal, I think your mindset has to really be in it for the long haul, long haul, that it might not work out the first time. Yeah, expect that it's not. And then yeah. if it does, it's easy to accept. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to be really bad with, you know, examples of famous people because you know how you've read like through so many people's struggles but I always think about like Oprah Oprah love her or hate her that woman has gone through so many trials and she's like she's built an empire from nothing and if you read any of her books or her stories or listen to you know any of her shows where she does you know where she's talking about her personal story she references how many times people literally told her, you are never going to make it. Nobody's going to want to listen to you. You are not built for this business. Can you imagine what those people think right now? Oh, exactly. Like, exactly. Oh my gosh. So it's like, you know, and, and she just kept trying it, trying it again, trying it again, differently, trying it this way, trying it that way, because she was passionate about the goal. She knew that's what she wanted. And so trying different methods and exhausting as they may have been, she just knew that she still wanted that thing. Yeah. And she didn't let anybody else write her story Nobody for her. Nobody write it, which is a whole topic in itself. For sure. You know, but we're, but it's part of getting to your goal is being resilient to all of the outside influences. And you had mentioned earlier, sometimes we have to be careful who we share that with, yes. our goals with, because while on one hand, um, there's a school of thought that says you should, because you'll be held accountable. But I always think, you know, only with people you trust and yes. there's not many and only one is needed. Yes. You know, somebody who really just wants the best for you. But other than that, you may not need to share it with anyone, you know, keep it to yourself. That's true. I mean, I've, I've read so many things where people, you know, kind of reference that same idea, like, 
Keep your goal and show people versus tell show people. Show them, exactly. You know? Yeah, let them be like, wow. Yeah, and I, I don't really care what it is that you're trying to do. In life, you are always going to have somebody that's a naysayer. Mm-hmm. You are always going to have that. And oftentimes, because you know you always put yourself in the other person's shoes, oftentimes they do it with good intent. Yeah. Because, you know, human nature is you try to solve everybody's problems. And so somebody says, oh, I want to be the number one, whatever. Right. And, and they go, well, you know, it's, you're going to run into this and that. And there's like a zillion people that want to do that. Right. That's true. And then that's discouraging. So it's like, it's almost like if you tell people your goal, it's like they take it as an invitation to tell you. Like to bring you back down to earth. Like they're going to be like, right. oh gosh, you know what? You want to do this, but there's five other, yeah. five million Let other people that Let me spare you the it. disappointment yeah. and the hard work of trying and failing and trying and failing. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but I'm prepared. I'm ready I mean, that's the that. best way to be. I mean, I will say like there are times, well, this is, my husband said this to me and my husband edits our videos. So he'll, he'll hear this <laughs> and maybe he'll be like, oh wow, she loves me. Um, he said stop beating yourself up. Other people will do it for you because, you know, literally you do something. And if you're a creative, you literally are tearing yourself down from go, Mm -hmm. you know, am I good enough? Can I do it? Why would anybody watch this? Why would anybody listen? Why would anybody want And then you have to vulnerably put it out there so that everybody can criticize it. But his point was really very simple. Why trash yourself? Somebody else can do that for you. Mm -hmm. There's, all you need to do is just believe in yourself and push yeah. out. And it's simple, but it's very hard to do. It is. It's really hard to do because we are relational and we, we absorb, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I guess just expecting that they're going to come yeah. and um, having your own sort of uh, your own method of re-evaluating what they've said, you know, whether it's, I know people are going to say stuff. I know they're going to give me reasons not to do this. So when they do, I'm just going to like hear it and go, Oh, that's somebody doing this. They're just trying to protect me. You know, thanks. You know, I'm going to still try for it. Yeah. They're just trying to protect me. So you don't have to get upset or go, Oh no, they're right. Who do I think I am? Just, they're just trying to protect me from the trouble that we're just paying no mind to it. Exactly. People might make a comment or two that is less than desirable, but think of Oprah. (laughs) What if Oprah would have listened to those people? I know we'd have no Oprah. Exactly. I would not want to live in a world without (laughs) Without Oprah. I don't know about you, but not me. I do. I love Oprah. I feel like she's a very, very inspiring person. I do too. For sure. Yes. So, you know, another part of this is I think who influences your goals. Very big deal. So big, you know, because I mean, if you have a goal to do something, whether it's as daily minors, like just going on a diet as big as what your career and whatever is going to, whatever it is, it's like, why are you doing it? Yeah. That's you know, is it really important. what your heart, like getting in tune and being mindful to like what your heart really wants? Right. I do. I can attest to this. I feel like there are so many times we have goals that really have nothing to do with what we personally want. Mm-hmm. They are goals related to what other people's expectations are for us. Um, maybe what expectations we have as far as like roles that we play in life, like being a mother or a wife or, you know, a million other scenarios, but they aren't necessarily like what we've put in place for ourselves. Uh You know, like, um, you went for school, you went to school for something. It's what everybody said that you were going to be good at. You got a job that everybody said you are so lucky to have. And that, that plays in your mindset. Well, yeah, I mean, 
I do have to stay in this place because this is what everybody thinks for me. Mm -hmm. And you fit yourself to what other people's expectations are for your own life. And you're not getting that fulfillment. No. Yeah. You're like so unfulfilled. I mean, that's such a tragedy, but it's so common. It's so common. So like, I'm sure, you know, when people go through it and, and we, in our own, you know, times and and ways went through, you know, ways, the things like that. And, and you think you're the only, like, I'm the only idiot who, Mm -hmm. you know, went to school for one thing and pursued one thing and realized that in my heart, the whole time I've been like obsessed with this or whatever. Right. Right. And maybe somebody said, you know, oh gosh, you know, that's not really it's not really a career or I don't know, you're really good at this. Yeah. And this is, this is where you should stay. So every time you think of yeah. entertaining the thought of starting on the nether path, mm-hmm. all you think of is them looking at you like you're a complete idiot. Yes. Instead of, and to think that we would miss out on living what might be our big purpose on this planet mm-hmm. because of the thought of someone's face looking at us like, oh, she's crazy. Right. You know, and I think a lot of times people don't even realize that they're setting something inside of your brain, like, you know, triggering an ideal that maybe I really is think not they right think they're you. doing it to yeah. help. Like if you see somebody and you know them for one thing, it's suggesting that's what they should do. You just mm-hmm. think you're, you're, just, you're offering helpful yeah. advice. I mean, it's not all push. evil. It's just that like, we have to be mindful. We have to be our own manager. Yes. No, we have to be our own. For sure. And I feel like, you know, there's definitely challenges that come with that. I'm sure that you can speak to a few examples in your life where you were, you found yourself doing something that maybe everybody thought was meant for you. And so you fit yourself into something because you believed it was meant for you based off of everybody else's opinions. Absolutely. And then at some point, a, a, you know, a switch flipped and you were like, you know what, actually... I want to go this way, mm-hmm. even though everybody else thinks I should be, you know, this way. Yeah. Cause you can be good at something, but it still may not be the main thing that you should do. For you sure. know? And I mean, I love all of the things I do with beauty and style, but my heart, and I always will love that. It'll mm-hmm. always be part of what I do and what I love, but my heart, like my purpose in my heart has more to do with the inside transforming, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and the whole thing. And so I can be sitting there looking at an outfit or something one's hair and be like, you know, yeah, this would be good, but how do you feel? How does it make you feel? That's right. the part that matters to me most. So, and Which you too, funny. you know, yeah. it's just, it's so, it is, it's something that we really have to tune into. Yeah. I mean, was there a point in your life where people were trying to kind of steer you in one direction versus the direction that you are now? Right. Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I was, uh, because I was so in love with fashion and beauty and I went to school for that and I studied it and, and I was just, you know, like everybody's, that's your thing. That's your yeah. thing. Yes. I love it. I love it. And there were other things that I loved. I would read books about, you know, psychology and things like that. And I've always loved those things. And it never dawned on me that I really, maybe I should shift yeah. to that because I had convinced myself that the only thing that I would be doing was that. You yeah, know? you kind of put yourself in a box. I put myself in a box. And I could, I mean, I could have done a little bit of that and both, you know, yeah. at the time. So, but it takes you turning 50. I hope everybody else doesn't take turning 50 to realize that there are other things. Or sometimes you make a shift in your life, you know, like mm-hmm. what the first, you know, maybe from 20 to 40 years old, you massively love something. And then you hit an age where you go, you know what? It's not lighting my fire anymore. Like, I really want to do this. And that's okay. Yeah, I, I would... 
Absolutely agree with that. I mean, in my circumstance, I, I went to college. I was very like mindful about choosing what I was going to school for. I was very lucky to get out of college and literally, you know, end up in a job that was a perfect fit for, you know, all practical reasons for what you were going to do. Right. I did that job for about a decade, but at some point I just started feeling, I'm just going to, this sounds so traumatic, but I started feeling a little dead inside Yeah, because I was doing something that I was passionate with my spare time Mm -hmm. and I felt alive doing that. But everybody that I knew with the exception of maybe one or two kept telling me that the thing that I loved was not a career. The thing that I did during the day was a career and I should know the difference between the two and keep them separate. You know, do, do this little fun thing that you've got going on over here. Do the other to support your hobby. And then, you know, hold on to this career that you've built. And it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And I'm really glad that I did have somebody that kind of gave me like that little shove to say, you know what? It's okay. You can, um, you know, you can go for this. And if it, if it doesn't work out, I still had the degree to get, you know, in the experience, the same type of job or whatever, but it's been five years and I've never looked back. Uh That person, you know, thankfully was my husband who kind of gave me that, like, you know, that okay to say like, you know, you can try this and see, see if it works. And it worked. But everybody in my life up to that point kind of was like, no, no, no. They thought they were helping by saying, you know, spare yourself. And And they were really just kind of holding me back from what inevitably I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And isn't it amazing how when one, not that this is really the topic we're talking about, but how when one person believes in you, somebody that you respect believes in you, it takes one person to just give you like enough of that belief, you know, Mm -hmm. like to remind you that of that belief in yourself. For sure. I mean, it's so powerful. I think it's just somebody validating mm-hmm. that what you have inside of you that you want to do is okay and not crazy. Yeah. I didn't need everybody to, yeah. say, to say it. I just needed one person to be like, yeah, do it. Go mm-hmm. for it. Try it. Yeah. Because we're going to question ourselves more than any of those other people will. So oh, I did. We, we don't, what they do just pushes us over and over. So we really just need that one person mm-hmm. to say, you can do it. Like you For have sure. what it takes. And then, you know, truthfully speaking, had I not really vetted my interest with all of those other people, maybe I would have had like a little bit more confidence to jump into it by myself sooner, but I didn't because I kept kind of like nibbling at people's opinions. Yeah, and because of, we want that yes, validation. A hundred percent. And we think they're going to say, oh my gosh, that's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. you should do it. You but then they don't. And, and they it don't, crushes like, oh, your soul. No, it you're takes like, you twice as long to like okay. come up for air. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, I mean, that, I mean, that's kind yeah. of where it was for me that I kind of feel like the plan that I had switched at some point and I had a new plan, but not everybody agreed and thought that my new plan was a good idea. And sometimes you just have to roll with it. Yeah. Now there's always two sides to, you know, all of these things. You know, the flip side is sometimes you have to look at a goal and evaluate it and say like, okay, it's not really working. Do I want it? Do I want it so Mm -hmm. much that I'm willing to put the work in? Is it not working because it's just not a right fit for me? Or is it not working because I haven't found the right way to get there yet? Or that I'm just not there yet? I'm just on the beginning of the path and I'm not there. Like really we do have to check in. Yes. 
And I feel like it's totally okay to reevaluate a goal and be like, you know what? I did want that. But honestly, at this point, point in my life, this is more important. And I'm willing to let that go now because I have this. Exactly. And I mean, you know, (laughs) turn after 50, you know, your body changes a little bit. And even though I do all the things and I work, you know, try to be healthy lifestyle, you know, I I have things in my closet and I I think, okay, Michelle, you know, I, I want to be a certain size again, but then I think I can't. I've decided I'm not going willing to live the lifestyle that it would require Mm -hmm. at my age to go back to the size that I was, you know, six years ago or whatever. So, um, I've changed my goal, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, to maintain and, you know, yeah, I always want to improve, but at a certain point, at least maintain. And I'm not willing to live a life focused around weighing my food every, you know, couple of minutes. That's a great choice if somebody else has a goal that they are willing to do that for. But for me, I'm not willing. Yeah. So. No, I mean, I totally understand that too. I think sometimes too, like we, I don't know, I'll use the mom thing. Sometimes, you know, as mothers, we have really big goals and there are some goals where I've looked at them and I'm like, you know what, right now, I want to just hang out with my family. Like that's kind of where it's at for me. And I know if I keep pushing so hard for this, the sacrifice is the time with my family. And you have to like sit there and weigh it out. Like in this moment in your life, you're never, you're not necessarily saying never to that goal, but maybe you're just kind of like pivoting a little bit and saying, you know what, right now it's not where my heart is invested. And so you're almost doing like a disservice to yourself by just continually like beating yourself up because mm-hmm. you're not able to put what you have to put in to get to that goal. Right. Um, and it's okay to let it go or put it on pause. Yeah. So, and you know, part of it too is like a mom having a goal outside of the parenting realm is maybe that goal just has to be adjusted a little because you know, you have the goal of being a great mom too. Right. You know? And so it's like just adjusting it a little. So I'm not giving this goal up. I'm just not going to be going at the speed that I would if I didn't have kids living at home still or kids at this age still or whatever. I think we've seen a lot of that. We've got to give ourselves some grace. I mean, this sounds like common sense, but I think we do it to ourselves constantly. Well, I mean, what's common sense isn't always like kind to our mental state status status. Yeah. It's, you know, we're beating ourselves up because we had this goal and now all of a sudden we're like, oh no, I need to do, I need to do this. And so then this goal is like kind of like sitting over here, kind of like a to-do list when you put too much on your list, Which but you know you're you never going to get through it. Yeah. Like if it's not attainable right now, it's okay. You can switch things up. If the plan's not working, it's okay. You can switch Switching things up. up. You know, I feel like this last year with all this COVID stuff and everything that's happened, you've seen so many parents have to switch things up because their kids were all of a sudden at home. Yes. And, you know, maybe you had these fantastic business women or, you know, dads or whatever the case may be. And they had to stop, you know, they had to change the plan. They had to like bring some reality into like maybe how long it was going to take. It's not going to be ideal. Yeah. But it's, it's not a situation where I think we need to attack ourselves. I'm never going to do it now. Yes. (laughs) You know, unless you're totally okay with like not beating yourself up about it and saying, you know what? I actually am never going to do that goal. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And then that's, that's okay. And that means it wasn't, yeah, exactly. That you've decided it isn't the most important thing. Yeah. I mean, 
I feel like there's just got to be a kindness and a reality about yeah, goals. Yeah, we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace. And we we see so much out there. I mean, you put Instagram or anything on and you see everybody going for it with whatever they're going for. That's only a snippet, and though. It is only a snippet. And just because it appears that they're killing it doesn't mean they're killing it. It just means that they're actually putting stuff out there regularly. Yes. So, it you know, we have to cut ourselves some slack and, and go, okay, just because everyone else is going for it, and this way or doing that doesn't mean, or if I even want to be in that industry, just because everybody's doing that industry that way, doesn't mean I have to. We really do need to march to the beat of our own drum. We're all dying for originality. I mean, yes. this is what we want as originality. So, so embrace that and, 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 mm-hmm. you know, switch your plan to fit what yeah. makes that goal really juicy for you. Right. Well, and the thing is too, let's just be honest. People post their best moments on social media. They're posting their wins. They're posting like, look what I did. Look where I was published. Look at this. Look at that. And so, you know, for us, when we're scrolling through and all you're seeing is like, oh my gosh, this person got this, 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 We think they're killing it. But you don't see all the work behind it. They may be, you know, after seeing six months of someone, you know, looking like they've got it all together, they may be on the phone with their coach, their business coach saying, okay, I'm doing all the things and I'm not making any money or I'm not getting any clients or whatever it is. So you just don't know. So that's why you don't want to just go like compare yourself to that and go, I'm a loser because I'm not doing that. You know, because it can really become overwhelming, especially if you are like online and online Mm -hmm. business and you're depending on Instagram or one of those. It's so I like had to step back a bit because it is a game and it is, you know, you don't have a lot of control. So Mm -hmm. you you think, you know what? This is where originality comes in. This is where my value comes in. What am I going to bring to the table that they can't get from a thousand other people, you know, yeah. On there. Where's my value? Well, the thing too, like all of that, a hundred percent for sure, like trying to bring something new to the table. And I think that comes with just being authentic because authentic. when you're authentic, there typically isn't another person that's just identical to you versus seeing something and then just repetitively taking from other people's posts, posts or whatever yeah. and recreating it just doing what you would naturally do. There's people that will gravitate it, uh, to you. helps you in that journey towards mm-hmm. your goal too. Yes. Because it feel when it feels authentic, you're not going to be as uncomfortable. Whether it works or not, who knows? But it right. won't feel uncomfortable. At least you're being like genuine. genuine. Yes. And the thing is too, like I always try to remind myself, you have no idea how long it took that person to get to that success. So true. You have no idea how many times they fell. <laughs> how many times they fell? How many how things many, didn't work? How many things they gave up? Yeah. How many times, like maybe you were out living your best life and that person was literally grinding it out. Exactly. And so you can't compare your story and your success to somebody else's without knowing. And don't write your goal up because you see what theirs was. Yeah. It's like literally measure it in your own life. Yes. And if somebody really is killing it, I would say like reach out to them. Yeah. Reach out. Congratulate them. I applaud you and you inspire me. And see if you input can, is welcome. <laughs> know, yes, and see if you can kind of form maybe a relationship with that person because yeah. that's who you want to rub shoulders with is people who are doing the thing you'd like to do and inspire you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's how this happened. We both. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess what are our takeaways? You can wrap it up with a couple of takeaways. Expect some failures. Yes, because the wins are easy. 
evaluate your goals and and give yourself the freedom to say whether you still want this goal or not. If yeah. it's worth the so journey, you, know you should keep. You know, yes, and not to let people over influence your goals yeah. and your self worth over your progress. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to shift mm-hmm. and kind of you know change it accordingly. But I think that is and the bottom line to all of it is to keep checking in with yourself, you know? Yeah. Just really keep checking in because it and it's not that oh my gosh, I don't even know what I want now. I thought I wanted that. No, it's about I'm growing mm-hmm. and I'm evolving into learning even more about what I want. So failures are just, you know, they're things that show us what we really want. Yeah. I mean, if you look at any successful person, yeah. And you ask them about their failures, that list is probably going to be pretty lengthy. You just might necessarily never see it because it, you weren't living through it. Mm-hmm. You're living through that person's success and you've got like an envy or an inspiration about it. And I always think about this too. Wherever you are, there's always somebody behind, behind you, you that's trying to climb to your point. So, you know, know that as well. And you know what else I love is I love listening to, um, interviews with people or biographies, their stories. And you find out that these successful people, not only did they probably have a lot of failures behind them, but they did a bunch of different things too. Yeah. Not everyone knew I want to do that one thing. I want to have a show. Like I want to interview people. Like they might've done different things throughout their life. Mm-hmm. And you think, Oh my gosh, you know, because a lot of us do switch what we want to do in our life because yeah. of different chapters of our life or whatever. For so sure. it is, it's fun to, like you said, listen to people and realize how much they went through to get there. And a lot of these people that have just insane amounts of success, they weren't born into it. Right. There was a whole... They were hungry for it. They were hungry for it. They worked for it. They failed for it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a really, as Oprah would say, that's a tweetable... Moment. I mean, fail for it. They failed for it. Hashtag it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that was a title of this. <laughs> so, I mean, we hope that maybe a little bit of this yeah. information kind of inspired you and made you feel better about whatever your goals are and whatever yeah, your journey is. Definitely. And we hope that you know that whatever that is and wherever you are in that process, you know, good for you and just okay. stay the course, yep. whatever your course is. You go, girl. You go girl or guy or Or guy guy. or whoever, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) All right. So I guess that's it. We we can cheers cheers on out of here and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Or hear or you'll hear us next time. Yeah. We better In case you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to me. Thanks for listening in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at fem.powerly. 